Hello and welcome to the SiriusNet podcast. Today I have with me Charlotte Myers. Uh, Charlotte has a business called Charlotte K. Uh, she is a life coach and also a decluttering coach. And before we jump into our podcast today, Charlotte, I always like to go down memory lane just a little bit and ask you, how did you hear about SiriusNet? Who told you about it? Yeah, so I heard about SiriusNet from Maria Sylvester, who's a fellow life coach. Um, I worked with a friend of hers in my previous career, and as soon as that friend heard that I was starting a coaching business, she was like, oh my gosh, you have to talk to my friend Maria. And I was very new um, and asked her, you know, how do you get your clients? And she said it was basically entirely through referral. And I think at that time, she was part of two different SiriusNet groups. Um, so I visited one of the groups with her, and that's how I first found out about it. All right, cool. Thank you, Maria Sylvester. You are always thought of fondly and with big hearts. <laughs> yes. And she used to be the life coach on the team that you're the life coach on right now. So, uh, uh, and Charlotte, before we talk about your business, you've got a little bit of a, a unique SiriusNet journey. A lot of people that are in SiriusNet, I would say the majority of them join one team. And they're on that team usually for their SiriusNet journey until that journey ends, uh, whenever that happens to be. You were on a team that had a journey that ended, and now you're on a new team. So take us through a little bit your SiriusNet unique journey, because um, you might be a new member on the Ann Arbor team, but you're not entirely new to SiriusNet. Right. So when I visited the group with um, Maria, I really loved the structure of it. I loved that it wasn't just another networking group, that there was actually a focus on building relationships and passing referrals because it's easy to be part of a networking group and never get any business from it, um, which there are other benefits, of course, but I was looking to grow my customers. Um, so I visited that group and I would just say the group of people, it just, I'm very into like the spiritual and kind of the woo-woo stuff. And it just didn't feel like the perfect fit with that specific group. So I just sort of put that in the back of my mind. Okay, SiriusNet is out there. It exists. Um, and then one of my friends slash, you know, new people that I was meeting in my networking world through my business was starting a women's only group. Um, and I was a women's studies major in college and I've worked at women's organizations and I love working with women in the life coaching side of my business. And so that was just the perfect fit. So I joined that group in Ypsilanti. Um, it was part of it for over a year, right as the pandemic was happening. So, you know, that was a bit of a struggle. Um, eventually I rolled off because I just, I love the group. I love the people, but I really kind of follow my gut and my intuition on things. And I was just finding myself not as excited to go to the meetings every week. Um, and I had a lot of things going on. And so I rolled off of that group. I want to say, I don't know, maybe a year or so later, I was thinking about it again. And it was just kind of coming up. And I was thinking, you know, that would be nice to be part of that group again. Um, but that specific one no longer was existing. So I reached out to um, someone who was in that group, Leanne McKeon, and she reconnected me with you, Steve. And then we started talking about what group might be a good fit. And I visited the Ann Arbor 1PM group. And it's just a lovely group of people very full group, which was nice as opposed to being the start of a group, you know, a very established group. So it's been really fun to reconnect and build connections with the people in that group as well. Yeah. And, and I've loved having you um, on this team. You know, you have a really great authenticity. 
Um, you are somebody who's outbound. You know, a lot of, you know, some people might be a little more timid and are waiting for everybody else to call them to do trust builders. Might be a little quiet if that's what you do. Um, but if you're somebody who doesn't mind, you know, nudging people and and kind of, you know, uh, taking charge of the relationships, it's amazing what can happen. Um, so let's talk about your business. Um, you are a decluttering coach kind of as a, as a niche, right? And that's something that I think is really great because I believe kind of the niches, are, uh, the riches are in the niches is what they say, right? And uh, so you're in decluttering. Tell me about decluttering and what that looks like for somebody. Yeah, so um, the reason I joined SiriusNet and the Ann Arbor group is because I live in Ipsy and I love doing in-person decluttering with people. I do offer virtual decluttering, um, but it's sort of that came out of the pandemic and creating a way to do that, which worked very well. Um, but I really love, you know, collaborating with someone, joining together with them to create the space that they really want in their home or their office or if it's cleaning out a garage or someone's email inbox we just did. It's like, how can we get this space to be what you want it to be and to feel good and to feel organized and to set you up for success, but also just like peace of mind, right? Like how stressful is it in the back of your mind to know that you've got a room full of crap that you don't know what it is and you don't know if you need it. And when you go to find something, you can't find it because it's under a pile of stuff. So you go buy something to replace it. And then I come in and help you declutter. And then you find, you're like, oh, I bought one of these. And look, I have one right here. That happens all the time. Um, so we really just work one-on-one. -on -one. We get on the same page about what's the intention for your space. And we really pull everything out. Like if we're doing a closet, we're doing your wardrobe, we pull everything out and we go through every single item and sort it. What are we keeping? What are we getting rid of? I take away the donations. I help sort it into trash and things like that. Um, and that's something that's been really great too, just on the group that I'm in with you is, you know, now we have a junk removal person because, you know, I have a Ford Fusion. So if you have six bookshelves that you don't need like I can't take those for you so it's it's good to have these other connections too that can take some of that bigger stuff but I find that that's one of the most stressful things is like I don't know what I would do with the stuff and so I try to take as much of it off of the person except for the deciding the person does have to decide what to keep and what to get rid of but I help with that in a lot of ways as well and then I try to take else, everything else on for them well, you know, it's uh, to me, I, I'm a big believer kind of in energy. So when you mentioned kind of like you like woo-woo things and that's mm -hmm. where you're kind of attracted to, I think more and more people have open minds to to energy and all sorts Absolutely. of things that before, you know, some people are stuck in the camp that if you can't see it or touch it, it doesn't exist. But really, I mean, that's such a sh uh, short way of thinking. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I would assume that um, once you're done working with a client, they're probably their own personal energy level uh, changes, right? You notice yes. that? Oh, yeah. So I, um, I mean, the day of, usually the person's very tired after, right? Like, because we've spent a lot of energy deciding things and, and decision fatigue is real. But I always check in, you know, the next day, a couple days later and see. And the number one thing I hear is I feel so much lighter, which if energy isn't a thing, that doesn't make any sense because you've not lost weight right? Like you've just gotten rid of stuff, but there is a mental load that comes with having a lot of clutter and having things that you don't need and spending energy every single day to sort through the things you don't need to get to the things you do need. 
like it makes a long-term difference um in in just your everyday you know it can really relieve it's like it's not just like nice to have an organized closet like it really does relieve that stress on a daily basis going forward as well and in terms of you know what you just for our listening audience and folks that might be going here we are it's 2023 and i'm still looking at this nightmare of disorganization and now i'm going to have to go through another year yeah <laughs> of feeling that way they don't have to right i mean the wonderful thing about january and kicking off a new year is you have a chance to wipe the slate uh slate clean so let's talk about you know how you um how you price your services are you hourly do you charge by the pound of what it is your org <laughs> how does that work that would be interesting um it, it's an hourly rate um i do a minimum of a four-hour session um just because sometimes people you know live an hour away or something that's about as far as i go i'm in ipsy so if you kind of go about an hour circumference outside of ipsy um so i want to make sure that it's worth my time to drive out there and do that as well as there's i have some local people who they've done quite a few jobs with me and we'll do a two or three hour um thing but yeah so i usually do like half day or full day increments and that depends on the person some people get started and they just want to go and they want to get it done and we will i've helped someone you know it's never taken me more than eight hours but six or seven hours um and some people want to you know split it up because it's just can be it might be too much physically um it's it's an emotional process right so um it's it's sort of dependent on the client above and beyond that kind of half day okay and the services can be done for an individual who lives in a home could also mm -hmm. be done for any sort of a business location that maybe they're feeling a little oh, overwhelmed yeah. with what they've got going on uh, and then you also mentioned helping somebody organize their their email so you know when you, we think of decluttering it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical object then yeah so um yes this person and it's funny i'm i'm not 100 organized all the time in my life but i <gasps> do if i know shocking if i do see an email inbox that's like thousands of unread emails or even if someone has like a hundred texts on their phone that are unread I'm like oh my god like those little banners those little flags right on your phone I'm just like ah um but yeah so this person we went through and we spent four hours going through her email we deleted probably 15,000 emails and we also set up some systems just in her files um mm -hmm. so that things would be easy to find and the most important thing is that we unsubscribed and got her off of lists of emails that were sending her all of this junk all of the time. You know, so like deleting 15,000 emails, cool, but in a week those could all be back if you're not stopping the flow of things coming in, right? Um, and so, yeah, that's what that's what we worked on. And that was really fun, actually, just like clicking around. To, and I got to learn how to use Outlook, which I've never used before. I'm a Google person, but now I know how to use Outlook too. So yeah, it was really fun. And, and what was the, what's the origin of, of your business? How did you decide decluttering was an area that you had some gifts that you could share with people? Yeah. Um, so where do I start? I always have been someone who like buys a bunch of stuff and then gets rid of a bunch of stuff. Um, and then in, I want to say it must've been 2015. Um, I was having like kind of a work crisis I was like very burnt out I ended up leaving a job with nothing else lined up 
And I got really into meditation and mindfulness. So that sort of was the start of my personal development journey, which kind of led to my life coaching. At the same time, I read The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo, um, which now I feel like not as many people know who she is, but there, it was a big thing at the time. And I went through her decluttering process step-by-step precisely in my two-bedroom apartment. And then I did it again. And then I realized that I had nothing left to declutter and organize because I stopped bringing stuff in because of kind of the intuitive method that she uses, which I also kind of replicate in my services. And so then I was like, okay, friends and family, who wants help? Let's go. And so when I started my coaching business, I was, I also decided to include decluttering just because I love it. It's so satisfying. And like, it's so fun to see a person be overwhelmed by their stuff and me be like, okay, we're just going to get in here and we're going to get this done and it's going to be so much better. And they're like, so unsure, like 50% of the time. And I'm like, no, no, it's going to get done and it's going to be great. So. Yeah. So in addition to actually doing, helping them get organized, there's also some encouragement, uh, some empathy. Yeah. <laughs> the life coaching comes in handy in decluttering as well. That's kind of why I say decluttering coach, because you know, if, if it was easy, everyone would have done it already. Um, and it's the emotional part of it, which is why people don't do it, right? Like you might not have the time, but we have the time for what we really want to do in life, right? And so, you know, to deny that it's an emotional process and the emotions are overwhelming, I think is a, a little silly. Like, I think that is a big part of it. It's like, where do I start? The guilt of getting rid of things maybe you didn't use, um, the guilt of getting rid of things that people have given you. Um, there's there's a lot of emotions that go into it and a lot of mindset that goes into it. And so that's where I sort of offer these different perspectives, these mindset shifts, because I can tell if someone wants to keep something or not at this point. Like, And so it's just like, how do we get your, your heart knows? How do we get your brain on board as well to kind of let it go? Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I love how those two things really fit together. Mm -hmm. um, great stuff. Okay, so let's um, shift gears just a little bit um, to your CirrusNet experience. Um, since you are on your second tour uh, in CirrusNet, you've probably gained a little bit of wisdom. Uh, when you joined the Ann Arbor One O'Clock group after being uh, on the Goddesses of Opportunity team for a while, um, you had to, you, while you had the experience, you still had to start from scratch uh, with brand new relationships. Um, so my question to you is, um, let's say you're talking with a new member, somebody who recently joined CirrusNet, you're having your first trust builder with them, putting your life coaching hat on. Uh, what kind of advice would you have for a new member starting out to try to help them have a good CirrusNet experience? What's What's one of the number one pieces of advice you have? Yeah. Um, well, if I was giving myself advice, um, I would say slow down a little bit on the trust builder because at this point I've had a lot of trust builders and I have a lot of connections I want to make for people and I just haven't had the time yet. So like really giving yourself time to go deep with that person. Think about how you can connect them with other people, whether it's potential clients, other potential referral partners for them, or just someone you think that they would connect well with, like, don't be afraid to connect people. And I think that made a difference for me. And sometimes I see like, I just, I like networking in general. I like networking before I came to Seriouset. I like meeting people. I like saying, oh, you know, let me introduce you to this person. Maybe they can help you. I think there's hesitancy around that sometimes. 
Um, and so really get to know and trust people, but also don't assume things for potential clients for them, right? Like know that the person you're connecting them to will have that conversation. And if the pricing is off or the timing is off or the whatever, like don't, don't make assumptions about the potential clients, right? Just see if they have a need. They might benefit from connecting with the person, ask their permission to connect them and then to say yes, do it. Like, I feel like assumptions come into play sometimes. Oh, they couldn't afford you or, mm-hmm. oh, they don't have time right now or things like that. So I would say just keep an open mind and know that people can handle that part on their own, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it really makes a lot of sense because um, I think uh, even Heidi Cusarellis on our team has talked about that before. You know, don't make assumptions regarding what other people might be interested in or mm-hmm. what they can, what they've got the budget for. Mm-hmm. I've had all different types of products and services in CirrusNet. Um, one one product's called the Beamer. It's mm-hmm. a it's an electric you know, like a mat that puts energy pulses through your body, and uh, you know this thing I, I think is close to around three thousand dollars. Uh, so you would think, geez, you know, who's going to afford that? But, you know, the person that sold the Beamer uh, got referrals and several members ended up buying them and using it themselves. Mm-hmm. Because I think the other thing you get at SiriusNet is kind of the education. You kind of get on the inside track of what's going on with other businesses and new developments in the world and new technologies. So, you know, it kind of really puts you in the forefront. But I do really love that advice. I think, you know, having trust builders is super important. Um, what you talked about to me is kind of the to-dos. Uh, in a trust builder. So when you have a trust builder, I always ask, uh, you know, what can I do for you? Or if I've already got an idea, hey, I'd like to introduce you to Charlotte. Here's what Charlotte does. I think you guys might have some potential referral synergy if you develop Mm -hmm. a relationship. Would that sound like a good connection? And if the person goes, yes, then I've done something then that actually helps them. And I think that's where you really build the trust is when you kind of go to bat for people um, and they see that and appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Charlotte uh, Myers, thank you so much for spending time with us on the SiriusNet podcast. You have kicked off our 2023 podcast series. Don't be disorganized. Don't allow disorganization <laughs> and the negative energy of feeling overwhelmed with having too much garbage and not knowing where things are uh, hold you down because Charlotte can help you out with that. Um, she's non-pressure. She's a great person. So if you've got any decluttering needs, uh, please reach out to Charlotte.